welcome back to the Nerdcast podcast. Now, we've been away since October, which is quite a long time ago. Um, our last episode wasn't for a movie that was that amazing. It was for Venom, um, which has taken over the bloody global box office. Like, it's nearly yeah. made a billion or some crazy, crazy number like that. Um, yeah, like, what the hell, a Venom movie? Like, that ugly black thing has that many bloody, yeah. uh, you know, so much money in its bank. That's, like, crazy. Um but yeah, we're here for the end of year podcast, which is weird to say, like, this year just, like, sped by um, crazily. Like, we've had Black Panther, which came out in February. We've had Infinity War. We've had so much events happening for, like, comic book movies and movies in general. Like, it's been a crazy year. Um, and yeah, next year's definitely. looking like it's going to be more crazy now. This episode is going to be a bit different to how we usually do it. Like, we usually go for news and stuff like that, but we really don't have any news in December, so what we're going to do instead is just recount on the past movies that came out this year um, and the movies that are in cinemas right now because this weekend is crazy. You have Bumblebee, you have Spider Verse, you have uh, bloody hell, Aquaman, you have so many movies out this bloody December, so it's going to take a while to get through them. So bearing with us, um, it's going to be a bit different to usual episodes, but we'll try our best. Yeah, okay, so I think what we're going to do actually. We're going to go straight into the movies that came out this weekend because I feel like those are the most relevant things to talk about right now. And, uh, you know, I think you guys are going to interest. Yeah, get interest. I think you guys are going to be interested in our discussions about those movies. Um, now, I had to spend a lot of money this weekend to go and see these films. So Me too. It's going to be crazy. Like, I spent like at least £30 here to watch those movies. Um, and that's doing yeah, about thirty. It's been about thirty bucks here, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of money, but you know, it was worth it. Uh, but all kinds of movies. Yeah. So yeah, I think we're gonna do what we're gonna do. Actually, we're gonna go into the smaller movies first. Well, these movies are big, but you know, they're not part of any universe or anything. Or yeah. well, not yet, anyway. So the first thing we're gonna be talking about is Spider Verse. So finally, an animated Spider Man movie came out, um, which is kind of weird because when they first announced it, I was like, what? Animated yeah. Spider-Man, like it feels kind of like Sony were desperate for a bit of money here and there. Um, yeah, definitely. But surprisingly, it's like one of the best comic movies of this year. It might even be the best comic movie of the decade. Um, yeah. It's very much a comic book movie, and that's something that I really enjoyed about this film. Um, and that's something that I could say about both comic book movies that came out this weekend. Um, they embrace what they are. Yeah. Um, and Spider-Verse is one of the movies that does it in space, like every second. There's, like, homages to comic books, homages to, like, ridiculous powers, um, homages to the ridiculousness of, of Spider-Man's character. Um, yeah. And it just embraces everything. That's what I really love about this film. It feels like the only Spider-Man movie that embraces everything about the character and doesn't try to change it. No. It knows what it is. It knows it's a comic book movie. And it even looks like a comic book movie. Like, they've actually... I think, apparently, Sony are patterning the design ideas for this movie. Like, how they made it look, like... It looks like a comic, but you could see the dots, you can see everything, the lines, and it's a very beautiful movie. Um, and that's something that I believe that a lot of people are gonna remember this movie for is that how, like, how different it is to a lot of animated films. Like, it feels like a comic book movie. Yeah, um, definitely. It's the most comic movie of the year. I feel like in terms of how it looks, the characters, the fun tone, the you know upbeat basically themes there is a lot of darker themes here and there i can't lie about it like the mm-hmm. movie is about acceptance and understanding who you are um and the whole idea is just that anybody could be spider-man um and yeah. i think that was something that 
they did a really good job at showing in within like the first five minutes of the movie. You know, it feels like a movie that is self-aware of what it is. Um, you can actually see from the beginning, like you know, Miles is like you know, like any is it opens like any other Spider-Man movie. He's in school, he's doing all this stuff, but it changes when the universe basically can gets sucked in together. All the universe gets sucked in together, and you're introduced to so many other Spider people. Um, you're introduced to Peter Parker, of course. Um, some other funny ones like Penny Parker. Uh, I think some characters that. I don't really know much about, but I know of them. Like, there's so many different Spider people, um, and I think that's what the movie does a really good job at. It actually introduces each character in a really good way, where it's like a comic book panel. And it shows what their powers are, where they were introduced, and it feels like a really good learning lesson for kids that are unfamiliar with like comic books and stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a really interesting movie in terms of tone. Um, I really loved it. My reviews on the website. Um, but let's go into Micah's opinion on it. Like, what did you think about the movie? I've been talking a bit about it now. So, what's your opinion on it? Yeah, I I think like I agree with you. It's one of the most comic booky comic book movies ever. I think it's one of the best. Uh, Miles' story is one of my favorite aspects of the film, and I'm glad that they don't overshadow Peter Parker and Miles' story because it could get he very easily can get convoluted if yeah, you have so many so, characters so in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, the way they introduced everyone from Penny Parker, Noir, Spider-Man to um, Spider-Ham was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. a bit funny, yeah. Like Spider-Ham, yes, I love yeah. that. That was, that was like one of my favorite characters coming out of the film. Um, like, what's wrong with the cartoon when he's fighting Scorpion? And yeah, then, it was really was funny, good. to be honest. Like, that's um, the thing I like John about Mulaney the movie. was good. Yeah, yeah John yeah. Mulaney was good as that. He's, they hired a great comedian for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, so, other, and then, um, you know, I'm glad that they have some mini side storylines for the villains, like Kingpin's yeah, yeah. probably the main focus of it, mm-hmm. which is with Vanessa and his child, and then we also yeah. have two, um, the Prowler, who is Miles' yeah, uncle. A lot, which, yeah, there's a lot of superhero that. villains in this movie, to be honest. Um, yeah, Tombstone. It's probably our first time that we saw Buddy Sinister Six in, like, in a movie form. In the movie, yeah, and they yeah, actually did. Uh, that's been in development for so long, and now we finally get it in this one. Yeah, and I think they pull it off pretty great. Um, yeah, so. um, yeah. The thing I like about the movie that I think is going to make it stand up against, you know, the big hitters this year is that it feels very standalone. It doesn't feel yeah. like it's connected to a universe, which I think is something that I'm not used to. We're not used to that usually nowadays because a lot oh. of superhero movies are building towards something massive or whatever. Um, yeah. This one is just basically its own thing where it's it's separate. You don't have to watch anything else. You just have to know Spider-Man as a character and you enjoy yeah. it. Um, Miles alone is probably one of my favorite characters in the film, and the voice actor that plays him as well, he's really good at the role. Like, he brings Shameet that character Moore. to life. Um, Shamik Moore, yeah. He brings that yeah. character to life, which I think is really impressive for, like, him playing an animated character. He feels real. That's what I like about this movie. The character, yeah, you relate so. to it. It's not like, you know, everything is not cutesy. His world isn't the best world. And even he says it, like, he knows that his life isn't the best life. Um, yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Could. Like, the movie basically focuses on him. You know, trying to find his place in the world and trying to become a superhero, really. Like, he's trying to balance what it means and find out what it means to be a hero. Um, and I think yeah, that's I a very sincere tone for this film. Like, we have so many, because like this year already, we've had so many dark, like, you think about it, Infinity War. Like, there's a lot of movies that are quite dark. Yeah, yeah depressing films. But this is like a uplifting story about, you know, finding yourself and I mean, understanding yeah. that anybody can be Spider Man, which is weird because. It feels like the complete opposite to Venom, which came out a couple of months ago, which was like yeah. dark and it, was, it had a bit of comedy to it. I mean, it had, it had a bunch of 
comedic mm-hmm. weird tones. I mean, yeah, it had weird tonal shifts and stuff, but it felt like a movie that was made like if it make it makes sense, it's made for a corporate audience. So it feels like like yeah. Spider Man. This one felt like a movie that's made for the fans and made for comic book lovers. Like the people that made this movie love Spider Man, and that's something that comes through when you watch it. You know, um, there's yeah, a lot of like yeah. visual homages to all the movies as well. Like you see, like Spider Man, he jumps off like a uh, jumps off a building and he falls and breaks his back. That's oh, like, yeah. it's very similar to like, like Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, even Spider Man Three, they reference. Um, yeah. Which I think is really cool, and even stuff that's not even movie movie stuff. Like they reference the TV shows as well. Like at the end, it's a really cool post credit scene where you get to see a nineteen sixty Spider Man do all yeah. of the crap. Uh, that was funny. I, I love that, that they good. embraced that meme, you know. Um, yeah. Which I think is something that they need you to do for this movie to stand out. You know, it stands out. It does stand out. You know, it's a big, really big summer blockbuster that I think people should go and check out. So. Yeah, go and check it out. It's got really good villains. You get the Sinister Six in, in animated form, so I think it's worth the price. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, I think it's worth the price, and I think Family should go and check it out. It's doing well at the box office, but I feel like it needs to be doing better because um, it's a very good yeah. film. Um, but our word to mouth is go and see that movie. Go out, buy a ticket, get some popcorn, you'll enjoy it. Um, I think mm. it's a movie that they probably might highlight this month. Um in terms of comic book movies. Okay, so let's move on Me to too. the next film, um, a film that came out of nowhere and shocked me um, that we're living in a generation where we might finally get some good Transformers movies. And that is Bumblebee. So Bumblebee is out. It came out on Friday, I believe, in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been out, on, I think it's out, on, out this Tuesday in the UK, or tomorrow in the UK, um, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve, but mm-hmm. hey, I might even go see it again. Um, but yeah, uh, the movie basically is... Going back to the roots of what Transformers 1 did well, and that is just a kid and her car. Um, so Bumblebee yes. is a Transformer, obviously. He comes from Cybertron. He gets like a lost... Basically, he gets launched from Cybertron to Earth to protect it, and he meets a girl along the way. Now, this does really feel very similar to E.T. and a lot of Spielberg, Spielberg movies. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And I think that's a good thing, because it... When I mean this movie is a Spielberg movie... It's a bloody Spielberg movie. It's not directed by him, obviously. This is Travis no, Knight. Travis the guy Knight, that did Kubo yeah. and the Two Strings, a really good animated film. He's a stop animator. Yep. So he loves he loves like animating stuff here and there. But this film does yeah. feel like an eighties nostalgia trip, like ten times over. Like from the beginning of yeah. the movie you hear like the Smiths, you hear a lot of eighties like, music, you see a lot of eighties toys, <laughs> a lot of eighties oh, yeah. imagery. Like I went to see this with my mum, um, when I first saw it and she like obviously she she knew it at that time, so she could reference, like, she could see a lot of the references here and there from the 80s, which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, that's the thing. I think this movie is built to be a nostalgia trip, and I love that about it. Like, it's unfilteredly an 80s movie. Um, like, even from the yeah. beginning, John Cena, who plays the, like, generic army dude, he does a really good yeah. job of, like, just being that generic 80s army oh, guy, right. and I just love it for yeah. that. Um, yeah. it, it feels like a movie that does know what it is, and it knows what its target audience is, and it, it just basically throws away all of the crap that was in the Michael Bay stuff, like the last movie yeah. where the Earth was a bloody Transformer and crazy shit oh, like that, where like yeah. make, where Optimus Prime goes evil for like one second and he becomes good, ridiculous stuff. It throws all that out and it yeah. brings a more straightforward storyline. Um, Haley Stanfield plays Charlie, who's made basically like a... She basically is Sam Witwicky from the original Transformers movie, but yeah. she brings a lot of really cool stuff to the role, like she is probably the best highlight of this film. Like her performance alone is just amazing. Yeah. Like 
it's Oscar level performance here, which is crazy. Yeah, right. Like they do a really good job at directing her as well. Like she's basically a, a person that loves cars. She's a car like lover, and Art she is, basically yeah. yeah, she basically it's like any kid getting the first car. So the movie like focuses on is her trying to get her first car. Like her car yeah. sucks. Like Mumby is like he's really like when you first see him, he's like really worn down. He can't even <laughs> run properly. Um, they yeah, do a really good dirty job. Dirty and like, dusted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they could do a good job at setting up why he's like that because he basically was like in a battle when he gets injured and he basically goes in hiding. He loses his like voice and everything. Um, yeah. Which I think was a really good job at doing it. Um, now, people are saying, is this movie a reboot? Yeah, it's a reboot. A lot of the stuff yeah. that happens in this film doesn't line up to the later Transformers movies. Like the whole thing where you see, at the end of the movie, you see like all the other. Um, Autobots come down to join Bumblebee on Earth, and yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. They, they've never seen this planet before. So there's a lot of stuff here and there that doesn't really line up with the later movies. Um, yeah, which I think was really cool in that regard. Like that's one thing I like about this movie. It's like the perfect reboot to a series where it's like we take everything that we did wrong before and we just try and change it so it fits into what people really wanted. Like. Finally, we get like yeah. the original designs of the bloody Transformers, which is something. Yeah, the G one design. Yeah, yeah, G one design, which is really cool. Like it, it, it is an eighties movie, so it's cool that they took inspiration from the show instead of like the more alieny looking ones that we saw in the Michael Bay movies. Um, yeah, right. So, like, Michael, what was your opinion on this? Like, I've been talking a bit about it because I really love this movie. Like, I've been talking about it quite like literally for a while. But what's your opinion on it? Like, what did you think about it? I really enjoyed it myself, but I don't know what you thought about it. Yeah, I agree. I, I really did like the movie. I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite movies behind Spider-Verse for me. For, one of my favorite movies of the year. But I really did like Bumblebee and Charlie's relationship. I think that's mm-hmm. the glue of the movie. Yeah, and I yeah. think if that doesn't really work, then the whole movie kind of falls apart. Otherwise, it's just more like visual noise type stuff. But yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think um, that's my favorite part of it. I really enjoyed, like you said, the generic uh army those are supposed to be like i think those are unlike the previous movies where i think they're meant to be taken seriously this one's they actually kind of you know they kind of yeah, embrace yeah. it and it's like yeah, it's they embrace like, the cheesiness and that's something that i like about it like even in the movie there's a bit where they play the original transformers animated movie theme which is really yeah. cheesy um yeah you've got the power you've got the touch it's a really cheesy song but they embrace thatness and i think that's what the transformers needs it needs someone that can embrace it and i'm Hoping that Travis Scott signs on for Travis Scott, not Travis Scott, the rapper. Travis Knight signs Knight. on for more of the movies because he did a really good job with this one. I, yeah. I love him to be like the ship that, like, the guy that made me take control. Because I think Transformers always had potential. It's just that they lost what they fought. Yeah. You know, they lost yeah. their their identity basically. Yeah, right. I mean, I feel like after that first movie, this kind of went down the rail. Yeah, like, the first I movie, one, yeah, okay. I enjoyed the first movie. Like, that's like one of my childhood movies. Like. I remember seeing yeah, that when I yeah. when it came out and I loved it. Like I had the toys, I had everything that came with that movie, but yeah. it just kind of fell off track after that. And uh, yeah. it basically this movie brings back my um, you know love for the series, which I think was was needed. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed it a lot more than uh, yeah, I thought. Um, but the only thing is about this film is that it does feel like it is very low stakes. Like this movie is very low stakes. Yeah, but so I'm wondering like where they... are they going to go next with this? Like, yeah. I really think I'm, maybe I'm, even, I'm thinking maybe they might do maybe like a Optimus Prime movie or something like they what they could potentially do that. I don't know if I don't know if it's needed. I I don't know if they're gonna go down that route, but yeah, I can yeah. see it happening. I think Bumblebee a sequel would be cool even. Um, 
Or what yeah. they could just do is do a Transformers movie, like just call it the Transformers or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, like you already in, in, in all those characters, so you don't have to do that again. So, or they could just do a movie where maybe it is on Cybertron. Like you see what happened before the film, because this film does start off with like a big war on Cybertron. Yeah. Which is like it basically made me so excited because I've been wanting this for like years. Like a movie that actually seeing Cybertron, what it was like. Like I wouldn't mind them just go say F it. We're gonna make a movie that's a prequel to Bumblebee again. That takes place on Cybertron. Like we get to see what happened. Um, what I know happened, it'll be yeah, bloody expensive. Yeah, I know it'll be bloody expensive, but I feel like it's something that could happen potentially if this movie does really well at the box office. And I would love to yeah. see it. Like, just make me happy. Like, make make all of the children in us come out again, and we will definitely pay to watch that. Like, the designs alone yeah. in this movie could work in like a full length movie as well. They're amazing designs. Um, yeah, you know, you know what? It just shows that you can make a good Transformers movie, and I think it always had that potential. It's just that they lost it years ago, and it's really cool that Paramount finally have something that's going to potentially kickstart another universe, but I hope to God they don't force it and rush it. That's the problem I'm scared about, because when they get a lot yeah. of, you know, traction, they kind of piss all over it. Like, that happened in the first Transformers movie, then they pissed yeah. all over it with the sequels, so, you know, I'm kind of, like, worried in that regard. Okay, so we're going to yeah. move on to the last movie that came out this weekend, and I think this is a movie that you know, DC needed a win. Yes. After Justice League just doing really bad, like, box office-wise, and it wasn't a bad movie. I enjoyed it for what it was. It's okay. Just that it's a very ugly movie with weird inconsistencies here and there. But yeah. we're finally here with the next uh, iteration in the DCU, and that's Aquaman. So finally, a movie um, on a character that's been a kind of laughing stock in comic books for a while. I don't know why. A lot of people just laugh at the idea that this guy can speak to fish. Um, even though yeah. he's got a really cool, like, line of comic books in his rake and a lot of really cool stories that he has had um, that are very epic and grand in scale everyone just yeah. laughs at this character because he could talk to fish which i think it's really lame you've got <laughs> a character that can like climb on walls apparently that's not lame but cli- like uh, someone that can not... talk to fish is lame it's like okay yeah. um so this is directed by james wan um of fast and furious fame uh, i've always enjoyed this guy like I've, I've watched all of his movies since saw like he's been uh, he's a um, horror director mainly but he's always put effort into his films like He's an Australian director and he knows how to make a movie. And that's the thing that I think DC saw when they cast that casting. They chose him to direct the film. <laughs> chose him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this obviously brings back uh, Jason Moa as Aquaman. And we finally get to see more of his character. Like He really grows in this role, I think. In this movie, you get to feel yeah. him like as Aquaman. Um, you know, he's very... If you look at him, you think, oh, he's just a really scary looking dude <laughs> but he is yeah. he's really funny in the movie like he makes a lot of jokes he's yeah. a charming character he's like very much a person who loves his world he loves being who he is um the film basically does take a lot of inspiration from like um a lot of the classic um Aquaman stories like you know it, it, people say this is very similar to like four in that regard like there's a lot of stuff here and that's similar to that movie um but it's really interesting that they finally got a film that embraces silliness as well. And that's something that I love about Aquaman. Um, so yeah, what's your opinion on it, Michael? Like, I love the fact that this movie... I love this movie. I thought it was like one of the best DC movies in a while. Um, it is kind of formulaic in a lot of ways, but I feel like it does what it does well and that's something that I like about it. Yeah, it's. I agree with you. It's one of the best DC movies uh, we've had in a while, probably since Wonder Woman. And um, I think just on a 
like pure entertainment level action was really solid mm-hmm. i really enjoyed jason momoa as aquaman and i don't remember the actor's name that played black manta but he was really um, good in the yeah movie. i think his name was quite hard to pronounce i think it's yaya abdullah or something like that it's really hard name to pronounce but yeah, yeah i've seen him other stuff i think he's in that show called uh, the get downs on netflix go check that yeah. out guys it got cancelled but yeah he's in that show so yeah i knew, I knew him from some other places but he does a really good job i think as well yeah yeah, um, and then he sets, you know, he sets, they set him up to be a villain, mm-hmm. uh, Aquaman too, yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, I feel like um, he's the bit. most comic book villain of this year. Like, his character's, yeah. like, smiling, and he's, like, he just feels like a comic book villain. Like, even his bloody costume is just really cool. Yeah, in it it like, looks so much like the comics, like, how yeah, it's, yeah, it's really weird, weird, but, like, he's having fun in the role, and I think that's something that I did notice. Um, yeah. Even Amber Heard, who's very wooden in a lot of movies, Amber Heard, she's very wooden in a lot of stuff. She does a really yeah. good job of like playing Mera in this film. Um and I feel like she comes out of nowhere. Like I didn't know she's this good as an actress. Like I've seen her in other stuff, but you know, you never really get to see her this good, you know? Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect her to be like this type of person that like yeah, yeah. she didn't she wasn't very familiar with like uh Aquaman's like kind of mm-hmm. lighthouse uh um, Yeah, yeah. She wasn't area. she didn't know much about his like human side, but she basically yeah, is so the that person that introduces him back into Atlantis and she she's a really cool character like she's very a character that i would love to see more of like even maybe potentially even her own movie because she's that good a character like i wouldn't mind her showing up and maybe her father you know maybe her and her father telling her story under there yeah yeah, Yeah, that would be be really cool cool. like i think her character alone is really cool um that's one thing about this movie a lot of the characters here are really cool and it does feel like this is the beginning of their journey yes definitely like it doesn't feel like this is gonna be oh we're never gonna see these characters that's one thing i like throughout this movie I think it's the only superhero movie, well, apart from Infinity War, that you know didn't kill his villain. Um, even Ant Man didn't kill his villain. Like at the end, you don't. No one really dies. There's just like a yeah. hint to future movies. Um, you got Patrick Wilson as um, as, Orm. as yeah. Orm. Yeah, he's really good in yes. the role. Like I really enjoyed him as Orm. He's very similar to Loki in a lot of ways, and I feel like he could be the DCU like version of Loki. Answer to Loki. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The answer to Loki. I know that obviously. Uh, Aquaman's an older comic book series, but you know, yeah. I could see them taking a lot of inspiration from that from the DC, the Marvel way of it, and I think that's cool because he's yeah, he put a lot of effort into his performance as well. He's another villain where actor that just plays the villain so hammy and so really like yeah. just badass. Like I just love him in that role. Um, Story wise, I don't know if this movie really does anything that's different to the competition. Like it doesn't really change much. It is very like. Box down the comic book stuff, um, which is not a problem yeah. here. Um, no. The only thing that I like this movie is the ending. Like the ending of this film, like usually DC movies, the ending, like the big boss fight is just terrible. There's a lot of crap CGI. This one is really good how they did it. Like the CGI looks good. It's awesome and epic. Like Aquaman finally gets his like yellow suit. They actually did it in live action. Like what the hell? I never thought I would see that yeah. in live action because a lot of people say it looks dumb and silly, but they make his suit work. And when he yeah. comes on screen, like. When he has his trident and everything, he just looks like a complete badass. And it just works yeah. really well. Um, I do think that the colours kind of popped a bit too much. Yeah. Um, but I think it be needed why. to. I, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like the... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the CGI or if it was just like the colour. It kind of felt like... I don't know. A lot of the like actors were digitally framed or something. Yeah, yeah. Like Obviously, there's a lot of stuff like that in the movie that does it. Like When they're swimming around, Sorry. I did think the swimming around looks kind of weird sometimes. Like... They do just float with the heads in the like, sky, but I think yeah. with this kind of movie, it was going to be harder to make it look as realistic. It's got a big budget realistic. on it, but 
I yeah. feel like next Aquaman, like Aquaman two, which potentially it obviously could happen. It's made a lot of money, so it's gonna happen. Um, yeah. I feel like Aquaman two will be the film where they fix that CGI stuff because the thing that's interesting about it is by the time Aquaman Aquaman two comes out, Avatar two will be out, and Avatar two is gonna be apparently underwater for the whole movie. So they're gonna wow. be taking. They'll probably learn a lot from Avatar, which obviously could have a bigger budget than this. It probably it does already. I think it's like three hundred million or something. But I feel like they could take that. You know, the stuff they learned from that and bring it into Avatar 2. Avatar 2. Yeah. Aquaman Aquaman That's something too. that this movie feels like as well, yeah. Aquaman feels like yeah, Avatar. It, it kind of does feel like Avatar. Just like yeah. Atlantis and all that. It's kind yeah, of yeah. it feels more. very much like Avatar. Like, there's bits where you're like, oh, this was like an Avatar type thing. Uh, a lot of colours and popping stuff. Like, in 3D as well, this movie blows away. Like, it's really good in 3D. I watch it in 3D. I don't usually watch movies in 3D because I get a headache, but... It looks yeah. really good, like in three D. Some of the stuff really comes out. Uh, the water setting works wonders in three D. Um, yeah. So yeah, it doesn't really. I don't know if it propels the universe forward in terms of. It felt very standalone, I'd say. Yeah, it very like, standalone, which is good. Like I think it needed to be yeah, after good, yeah. Justice League kind of was a setup, and I yeah. think this shows that DC just stick with solo movies. You don't need to do these like big team up films. Like you've got yeah. characters, and Aquaman shows that they have characters that you can use and make. Into something else, um, and, and it kind of feels something. like it kind of feels like that's what they're going to be doing because, like, yeah, yeah. I think Superman and Batman they're kind of sidelined now, so not really. Well, we might so get one it. down the line, but I feel like they're just I mean, down the closest. line, but I mean, just like I mean, like mm-hmm. Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, yeah, right yeah. Now, like, obviously, like, the next couple of movies you've got like Shazam, you've got the only team up maybe really is Birds of Prey that's coming out in 2020, I believe, and then Wonder um, Woman, too, yeah. yeah. So, Wonder Woman, too, obviously, Wonder Woman, too, is yeah, 2020. So, I'm excited yeah. for what they're going to do next. Obviously, the next one's going to be Shazam, and I think. That could be another movie that's going to probably be a hot hit for um, DC. I feel like it could be a movie that's going to do really well. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. He's got a director that's really good at comedy, and he's just he's another horror director as well. So they go for a lot of horror directors at DC for uh, Warner Brothers. So I guess it works for them. <laughs> I guess it works. I mean, but I think this is gonna. I think Shazam will be a movie that also knows what it is and it's going to be fun. So I think that's going to be yeah. a big hit next year, even though it does come up very close to Ant for to Avengers. Event. It's Revengers 4, yeah, which is really weird. Uh, so I think we can move on from the movies. Um, we could talk about the movies that we saw this year. Like, um, we're not going to go into every movie that we've seen because that will take forever. Yeah. Um, but I'll say, like, let's go into a highlight. It's like, what, what was your highlights, Michael? Like, do you have any, like, maybe three movies that you would say that you, you know, enjoyed the most? Yeah. Um, for me, I'd say my top three would be... Oh, I'm going to say number three would be... Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, it makes sense. That was two, a big hit movie. Two would be, yeah, number two, I'd say, would be, uh, what is that one? Uh, Black Panther, and I think number one would probably be A Quiet Place, because I really mm-hmm. enjoyed Yeah, Quiet Place is a really good movie. Like, I love Donald that film. directing yeah. style. Just yeah. the, the quiet, you have to be quiet, otherwise the monsters will hear you. Like, I just, I feel like that was such a clever way, and, you know, working with Emily Blunt as well as his wife and the kids, like, that was, like, one of my highlights as well. Like, I enjoy yeah. a lot of superhero movies, but I feel like A Quiet Place was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. For I the think fall, I'm gonna go, I think I'm yeah, gonna go in the opposite direction in my ones, because there's a lot of, like, superhero stuff out there. But I'm gonna go for movies that I feel, like, surprisingly hit me. Um, so number three, I'm gonna say Bad Times at El Royale. That's a movie that not many people watch. So, um, it's a really interesting movie. It was more like a murder mystery type thing in a man- in a hotel. It was really interesting. Um, I believe it's directed by the guy that I think it's the Daredevil showrunner. I believe it's the Daredevil showrunner. Drew Goddard, I think. Um, Drew Goddard, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah he's the 
he's the Daredevil showrunner. He did read that movie; it's just really good. Sadly, yeah. it didn't make any money at the box office. It doesn't seem. Um, it was a really interesting film, and I feel like everybody that can watch it, and it should be out on digital now. I think it probably is. Um, go I, need, I, need see, I need to see that. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah. A really good movie, good. like a really good surprise hit. Um, it's a very different movie to a lot of films that I saw this year, and I think that's what makes it stand out. Um, it's just sad that it made no money at all. Um, yeah. But I feel like people that should go and check it out, go check it out. Um, you've got a big actor list as well. You've got Jeff Bridges, you've got Dakota Johnson, you've got Chris Hemsworth. You've got a lot of big actors in that movie. So I am surprised that it didn't make any money, but, you know, that's how the world works nowadays. Random's making 800. A movie like this is not making any money. I think it made like 1 million profit or something. Um, another movie that I think people should go and check out um, that I really enjoyed was Ready Player One um, I think I'm going to go oh, for five yeah. movies because I've got a lot of movies in my list I'm going to go for five Ready Player One I think was a movie that a lot of people overlooked um, mainly because it came out so close to the other stuff it made a lot of money though so that's surprising um, yeah. but it was a film that really embraced the geek culture and a lot of people don't like that sometimes they feel like it's a forced thing but for me I think it works um it really worked. Um, Spielberg did a really good job with that film, I believe. Um, yeah. It feels like a, just an old-school Spielberg movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, it might have, you know, a bit... Um, I don't know. It might not be for everyone because it had a lot of video game references, which I don't know if people really like because <laughs> it basically is set in a video game. Um, but I think it's like, one of the most interesting movies of the year and I feel like everybody should go and check it out um, if you haven't already. Um, I don't really like the book, but I like the movie, so... I guess you have to be here. Then, uh, um, okay, so the next movie that I'm going to be talking about is Star is Born. Obviously, Star is Born is going to be your Oscar-nominated darling this year. Um, yeah. Now, I don't really watch musicals. Like, I don't know if Michael's the same boat as me. I'm not really a big fan of musicals. Yeah, I'm not. Um, like, I, I don't, I I don't like them, but this them. one really did well. Like, it's a really good drama film. Um, and obviously, it's directed by Bradley Cooper. Um, the guy that obviously is Rocket Raccoon. Like, Rocket Raccoon directing an Oscar-winning movie. Like, <laughs> What the hell is going on? And he could sing. Like, I'm surprised. Like, I didn't know that yeah. Bradley Cooper can actually sing. Like, he's actually a really good, got a good voice. Like, I'm surprised by that. And apparently he did write a lot of the songs here um, with Lady Gaga, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, I don't really listen to Lady Gaga. I'm not really a big fan. Yeah. But with this movie, like, I think her, she sounded amazing. Like, I love yeah. that country pop type thing. Um, it's really yes. cool. Um, and it's a very inspirational movie, I feel. Um, that everyone should go and check out. It, can, it is kind of depressing, obviously. It's a drama, but... Go and check that one out. It's made a lot of money. Everyone's probably seen it, but, you know, go check it out. It's good. Okay, so let's move on to my next pick, because I've got two more, I think. Three, two more. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Now, Mission Impossible Fallout is probably my favorite movie of the year. Um, and I love Mission Impossible movies, like, since um, Rogue Nation. Like, I've loved every single movie. Um, and I think they've got better and better throughout each, like... Um, I really love the movies. I didn't really watch the original four, uh, Mission Impossibles until watching Rogue Nation. Uh, not Rogue Nation. Yeah. Until watching Ghost Protocol. So Ghost Protocol, yeah. I haven't really... I, I have watched the other ones. Um, they're okay. But I felt that the franchise really found its footing with Ghost Protocol. Um, yeah, me too. And that continues to fall out. Fallout is a crazy movie. Like, that guy, Tom... Tom Cruise is crazy. Cruise, He's yeah. jumping off, like, building, jumping off crazy Cruise. stuff. Like, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff. But it, it's worth it for what the movie is. Like... Christopher McGee, McCurry, he does a really good job with directing this. Like, the yeah. action is insane. Um, it it tops his predators in so many ways. And I'm really excited to see where, like, Christopher McGee McCurry goes after this. Because apparently he does really want to do a Superman movie. Like, he's always wanted to do one. So 
I don't know what he's going to do after this. Like we have, They haven't even confirmed the sequel to this yet. So I don't know if they're going to take a while off, which I think the franchise kind of needs to take a while and come back with another good yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is like probably my action movie of the year. Like alone. Yeah, me too. The beginning like of it. the movie is crazy. Like even the ending of the movie is insane. Like it, it, it tops everything. Every scene tops on one other, which I think is really rare for an action movie to do. Um, so go and see that. You've probably have seen it, everyone, because it's made a lot of money. I think it made like 800 million. So it's made a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bring on another sequel. Yeah. Go crazier. Yep. Go bigger. Mission um, Possible 7. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca yeah. Ferguson, also another underrated um, yeah. um, actor. She's really good. Like, just really short actress. She's really good. Um, I think she's going to be in the. Yeah, I think she's going to be in the Men in Black. Men in Black. Spin off. Oh, she's going to be in Men in Black 4. Hmm. Yeah, I think Whatever. so. Something like that. I'm thinking like she apparently there is rumors that she might be joining a universe like DC apparently one of us are looking at her DC are looking at her and DC Marvel are looking at her so we could potentially see her some other things um, she's really good but yeah she's another underrated actress that I think needs to get more attention yeah um, me too okay so let's move on to the next two I think I've got two more and then that's it we'll probably end the podcast on that because there really isn't anything else to talk about um, okay, so I think I'm going to go into some more obscure movies, I think, <laughs> that nobody really saw. Because I saw, I saw like, at least 30 movies this year, which is crazy. That's the most movie I've watched in a year. Um, yeah, okay, so I'm going to go to uh, Game Night. Now, Game Night's a movie Game that Night. I think a lot of people kind of overlooked. Like, I don't know if it made any money. Um, I, know, I know those guys are, de- are going to be directing The Flash. Um, it's another really cool like movie that I feel like a lot of people should check out. Um, it's about these people and they go like on a, a real life board game. Like they play board games every weekend, but something goes crazy um, and they get into crazy shit. It's called Game Night. Um, it's one that I think people should go and check out. Um, it may it didn't make that much money. I don't know. I made I think about hundred seventeen on a yeah, thirty-seven yeah, so it was a really million good movie. Like, dollars. I really enjoyed it. Like it's crazy. It's funny. Um, it's just one of the surprise hits of this movie. The movie of this year. Uh, I'd love to see if it gets a sequel. I don't know if it will. I don't think it needs it, but it's so no. good that I think it's standalone by itself. But yeah, that's a really good movie that I'll um, check out. Maybe check out over the Halloween. Over the Halloween. Yeah. Over the Christmas break. <laughs> um, Halloween games early this year. <laughs> yeah, Halloween came early. Creed 2. That's another movie that I think people overlooked. Creed 2. Um, I don't think it's as good as the first Creed. No. Um, I, but I, it's a really good boxing film. Like, really good drama. Uh, Michael B. Jordan blows it away again. Um... That's just a franchise that I think should just keep going. Um, yeah, right. Okay, so I think what else is there? I'm just looking for my list and see if anything else I can talk about. We haven't really done a podcast on. Um, okay, I think we can go into the most disappointing films of the year. So we have three picks for those. Um, Michael, what's that your most disappointing movie of the year? Okay, uh, for me, I'd say um, Venom would be one of those. Um, wasn't. Yeah. It's not. It's not like a a train wreck of. There's some certain aspects I enjoy, like like the Venom Eddie dynamic was funny. But um, overall, I was expecting a little bit more out of there. Um, Number two would be Solo. Um, Mm -hmm. For me, I was a disappointing one. I I know a lot of people did enjoy it, but Mm -hmm. for me, um, it had a lot of kind of weird, kind of. Yeah, it makes sense. The film did have a really bad development, so I can understand where you're coming from there. Like, it did have a bad yeah, development. Yeah, because they had, I think, yeah, Paul Bettany was kind of put in there at the last minute. Um, yeah, it's a really weird movie in that regard, isn't it? Did it, it make any awesome. money at all? Like, it bombed really badly. 
Yeah, um, I felt bad, but um, so, yeah, I can see what you're saying. It, it is a very broken movie. Uh, it's, I can I can agree with that. Yeah, and I'll say four, I'm trying to think where my other list is here. I'll say um, uh, Fantastic Beast to the Crimes of Grindelwald. I think yeah, that yeah, I can was, see what you're saying. That film does feel it, like it, was, it felt very kind of different from the first movie which i really enjoyed um yeah, i think there's stuff in it that's good like, I think was a, john depp i think was okay uh yeah, there's a but, lot of good performances yeah i can see what you're saying but, but it does feel like a movie that's like duct taped together if that makes sense yeah so yeah and i'll add a couple more to my best movies i really enjoyed wreck it ralph 2 yeah i was good uh, mission possibly already named it was good incredibles 2 one of my favorite Oh yeah, animated movies. How can I not forget that movie? And yeah. also, I'll yeah. say Black Klansman as well was really good with Toby Grace. Movie. I've seen that as well. That was good. I think, um, yeah. So, but yeah, overall, I think yeah, they did a pretty good job this year of movies. Um, and uh, but there are some missteps. Um, but I think every year it has its missteps. Yeah. But I think will be good. It's good. So, yeah, for me, I think the most disappointing films probably uh, the Predator. That movie. I don't know why the hell they made that. It was. It just sucks. Um, uh, what else is my most disappointing? Um, Bohemian Rhapsody in a, a little way. Um, like, I don't know why. I thought that movie would be a bit more in-depth for what it was going to be about. Um, it didn't really do much to me. Like, I don't know. I just it, made a lot of money. it was enjoyable, like, just, like, song. It was enjoyable, don't get me wrong. Like, I thought it was good. It, was, it, was, it wasn't, like, the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what I think, you're saying. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing because I could have went so many places with that movie, but it felt like they kind of played yeah. it safe. Um... It was okay. I didn't really love it, but you know, I can see people like it. Um, what else? Um, huh. It's pretty hard to say the last one. <laughs> I don't know yeah. one I could choose. I um, just looked through all my movies and I didn't even know what to say. Yeah, it's but, really yeah. hard. It's a lot. Um, Adam and the Wasp, I'd say. Disappointing for me for one reason. I feel like it didn't do anything. That's the problem with that film. Like, it was good, don't get me wrong, but I feel like Adam and the Wasp could have been a lot better. Like, it could have been a bit more higher stakes a bit more interesting obviously after infinity war it's pretty hard to go you know higher stakes again but it does feel like a movie that's kind of fell off yeah um, it's okay don't get me wrong i think ant-man 3 probably be a movie that could be a bit more interesting because they will have like they don't have the bank bank on the last avengers you know um yeah what's more movies, what's gonna be more interesting is like yeah. how ant's coming out of the quantum realm because yeah that is true like <laughs> obviously um, in the end game trailer we see him on his back like where the hell did he come from yeah, it's just like bizarre where he comes from. Um, yeah, it's like he, he magically came out of the quantum realm. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, I think we can move on to like our most anticipated movie of next year, um, and I think that'll be it for the episode because obviously it's running late. Um, it's nine o'clock. So yeah, the next thing I want to talk about is like the our most anticipated movie of next year. Um, so I think I'll go first because I think I think I've written a list somewhere. Okay. I think I put it on my Twitter somewhere. I don't even know. I'll find it. Uh, okay, yes, yeah. That's gonna take me a while. Yeah, yeah I have it here. Okay, go so I'm gonna go for mine. Um, obviously, Spider-Man: Far From Home. I'm really yeah. excited to see what they're gonna do with that sequel. Um, it's a movie that I feel like could go both ways. It could be completely different, and apparently, it is gonna be like the Civil War of the next phase. So, I'm interested in that in that regard. Yeah. Um, obviously, it it too is coming out next year. I'm really hyped for that. I thought that could be the movie that just like just goes completely batshit insane. If it's chapter two, you've got new actors, you've got older actors as well. So it's going to be quite interesting how they're going to do that. Um, obviously, Captain Marvel. I'm excited for the next MCU movie. Um, 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting to see where they go with that. Uh, we can go both ways again, like Far Far From Home. Um, Us, which is the yep. movie that's going to be directed by the guy that made Get Out, um, Jordan Peele, I believe. Yeah, he's going to be doing that. It's going to be for Us. Uh, we don't know much about it, but I'm excited for it. Um, Shazam, obviously. I'm excited for Shazam DC, next yep. DC movie. Uh, Avengers Endgame, obviously. This is the big big one, obviously. The big end game to yeah. like, 22 movies. Big uh, final chapter. Yeah, yeah, final chapter. I'm excited for that. Uh, it's going to be amazing. It'll blow us away, hopefully. Um, it could be a disappointment. I never know. Um, yeah, I Pokemon, Pokemon, yeah, Detective Pikachu. I'm excited for that one. That's gonna be interesting. Like the trailer looks badass. I, I'm not the biggest Pokemon fan for a long time, but I do like know what's going on with the franchise. So I'm excited for that. Obviously, John Wick three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Star Wars, obviously, Dark Phoenix. So yeah, that's my most anticipated movies. Um, what do you have, any Michael? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Avengers Endgame, Captain Marvel, the big Marvel movies, obviously, of that year um, are going to be really interesting to see. Um, Star Wars Episode Nine, Godzilla uh, 2 looks yeah, really Godzilla good. amazing, yeah. Yes. Uh, Lion King, I will have to say that, is going to be one of my favorite movies. I, I hope that's going to be really good. It's I, just I'm a actually classic looking and... forward to Aladdin more than I'm looking forward to Lion King, mainly because Aladdin is a film that it could go both ways for Aladdin. Like, there's the really pictures of people complaining about it, but I think Aladdin could be a film that is going to be weird. But I feel like it's going to be it's 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 got interesting director behind it, so I'm curious about. And they got they got a good guy. They got Will yeah Will Smith. Yeah. They got it's just Guy Ritchie. That's the problem for me because like yeah. Guy Ritchie can be very hit and miss. Like he can make yeah, amazing movies like Man from Uncle. Then he can make a movie like uh, uh, the King Arthur King. What's that King Arthur? Okay, King Arthur movie like King, King Arthur, Arthur. I think yeah. yeah. Um, like, it's kind of like oh. eh. but like yeah. he's very hit and miss. So. I'm really curious to see if he's going to mess up Aladdin. But yeah, keep continue. Yeah. Um, Dark Phoenix was, is looking... I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it, though, which is weird, they though. Do something good with... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, line. hate on the internet for Dark Phoenix. A lot of hate, uh, which I don't understand. Maybe it's because Apocalypse kind of ruined, or they're just wanting the, the X-Men yeah. characters back, or I don't know. A lot of hate yeah. that movie. I mean, I'm excited for it, yeah. I'm looking forward to it and New Mutants. If, I don't even know if that's coming out. I don't think that's coming out this year, but um, Toy, next Toy year, Story yeah. 4. Yeah, next, next I feel yeah. like, uh, I don't know why, I feel like New Mutants might become a Netflix movie. That could be, yeah. I, I could see that, cause considering like... But then again, I don't know. I don't know what Fox is doing. Maybe they are going to release it. Maybe it'll blow up. Um, it's got a lot of characters on the Stranger Things movie. Characters, actors on the Stranger Things stuff, so... Yeah, I never know. Um, but yeah, I'll I mean, see it anyway. We could be a yeah. comic book podcast mainly, so we'll see it. Yeah, we'll be podcast, podcast for you know. Know. So. Yeah, is that it? So, uh, yeah, Toy Story, Story 4. I'm also oh, yeah, Toy Story 4. 4. Yeah, how can I forget that's coming out? Um, yeah, Spider Man Far From Home. I'm looking for a lot of movies this year. Yeah, <laughs> really so, 2019 is going to be crazy, I think, for like movies. Um, like, I just imagine, like, be crazy. But I think the movie that's going to be the meme okay. event of 2019 is probably going to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Like the pictures, like gone viral on Twitter and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, Hellboy, I forgot about ridiculous. that. I oh, Hellboy! Yeah, we haven't talked about the trailer even, but yeah, the trailer came out. It was. I saw it in the theaters. I was like, eh, when they play in front of Aquaman, I was like, eh. Was like, I don't know. Like, movie. I feel like Hellboy, the thing that I just want Hellboy free. Like, I don't know why they. I don't know. If they point in this reboot, like I loved Hellboy one and two. Like, they're one of my favorite movies of all time. So. I don't know. I feel it like should, it's kind of weird. It that, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. It should be fun, I think, but I think like it kind of needs Del Toro. I think it's missing it. I don't know. 
like yeah, totally. something off about that movie. But I'm, yeah, I can say I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, also, and I guess final I'll say is uh, the Joker movie. I'm seeing. I'm excited to see what they do with uh, Phoenix as the a movie Joker that I'm looking forward to DCU. next year. I think me next year. <laughs> a movie that I'm looking forward to for all the wrong reasons is Dora the Explorer. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know they, they're making a, a live action Dora Explorer. You've got like Bennett. You got Del Toro, you got bloody Michael Penner. Yeah. Uh, I think you got to go from like Transformers Four, Five, or whatever. So I'm uh, like, oh no. god, it's gonna be interesting uh, <laughs> if they're gonna go like what? completely Michael Bay with Dora the Explorer. I hope not. <laughs> I could just I imagine. I'm gonna see it anyway because I'm I'm curious to see what it's gonna be like because that just sounds ridiculous that they're making that. Obviously, Frozen Two as well is another Pixar, another not Pixar, another Disney movie. Disney movie uh, coming out, yeah. We got Terminator um, movie. We got so many bloody movies. We got a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah like, 2019 is gonna be stacked. Yeah, like, I thought 2018 was stacked, but like no. Yeah, you got Sons. We got Kings and movie. What the hell? I know it's coming up. Um, yeah, you get yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. You got a Fast and Furious movie with Hobbs and Shaw, which is a ridiculous title. Hobbs presents Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. What the hell kind of name is that? Um, but yeah, next year's going to be crazy, and I think we're kind of rambling now. But hey, just it just shows <laughs> how many movies thing. it just shows how many movies that are going to be coming out next year. Um, so yeah. yeah, I guess that's it for the podcast this week. Um, we won't be back until January next year, maybe even February. I don't know. It depends what we're doing. We're all busy, guys. But all I want to say is have a really merry Christmas, a happy New Year. Um, yeah, don't Christmas, eat too much year, turkey, sure. whatever you eat. I don't know what you eat in America. You might eat something else, but. Um, just basically don't eat too much. Um, watch a lot of movies, read a lot of comics yes. if you're into that stuff still. Um, Definitely. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next year. Bye, guys. Bye.